The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Capp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Recently, we talked about our being stuck in a situation or a moment that might have happened before somebody we care about and love transitions. And so it's interesting sitting down now to record. I'm getting a gathering of souls over here who would like to talk about that kind of situation and what it means for them. And it feels as if, well, they want to nurture us. They want to help us. They don't want us being stuck in something that mentally is torturing us. Again, having somebody we love transition is quite enough without adding something in where we're feeling some kind of angst or responsibility or, you know, worried about their emotional state. Because again, a little recap is their their emotional state has shifted. Even if they're not wanting to look at the life review yet, even if a lot went on, They're in a place of being held with such love and expansion. And as soon as people are ready to look at the life review, with the impetus being that they can not just help themselves, but that they can help us, that really puts, you know, the the rocket behind them. They're picturing, I have to tell you, it's so funny, channeling is such a combination of, and they want to talk a little bit about that too, how it might come in for you. I immediately saw... um, who is it? The the Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner, and the Roadrunner was setting a, a bomb or lighting something on fire. I, I might have my cartoons mixed up, but it was like a rocket, like sending. They they want to help us. They want to really launch us into rising up from some of the really heavy pain that we're in. And again, we all understand and know they're explaining, of course, there's grief. They're missing you know, do they say, do they grieve? Yeah, they're missing the ways that they would like to be with us, maybe the things they would have liked to have done. However, they don't miss us or in life the way we would perceive it because they're with us. They're able to see us. They're in real time. They might be missing the dynamic. 
So if somebody is out there and maybe they had a fight with somebody before something happened and now they're out of body, they could be very frustrated at wanting to get through to us to let us know, you know what, maybe I didn't mean it or, oh, we need to let it go now or that was not the basis of our relationship, it was a bad moment. So this is an opportunity I'm hearing from people who are out there who would like to talk a little bit about their circumstances. Maybe you'll resonate with this and maybe you'll hear a loved one. One, one young man, um, he hit a tree. He had had a fight with his girlfriend and he stormed out in a huff and he was going home. And um, very unfortunately, his car is, oh, he was the only one, but his car was wrapped around a tree and he had transition. And when I channeled for him, he just starts laughing and he's telling his mother, you know, this is, I'm really, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. We would fight all the time. Critter ran out and I swerved to avoid it. And that's what happened. So there are a lot of them that are misunderstandings. And there are several people out here who feel that mentally their wiring might not have been, oh, there's a person here who went off, oh, um, he had been working on, it looked like his motorcycle, and then something happened, and he got some news, and he got angry, and he went out, and he just, and that was, and um, he was very angry and very upset, but didn't do anything on purpose. Somebody, actually, somebody ran a light. I know these are vague, but these people are coming in and wanting to just let people here know that there are all kinds of circumstances, even if they walked out angry, even if, you know, and the other thing is, in terms of people aiding and abetting their going out of body, there are many, many accidental, and then there are many, many, many where people are not in their right mind. Was it their intention at that moment? Maybe. Were they in their right mind and thinking clearly? Absolutely not. In the same way we've talked about that really cool song lyric that, that is so easy to identify with, stuck in a moment and you can't get out of it, that sometimes happens to somebody and they can't find their way out of the pain, they, whether it's physical, emotional, maybe they feel guilty about something, maybe they feel whatever it is they're feeling. They're stuck in a moment and the only way to make it stop, sometimes they reach for something or do something, usually not premeditated, but if, there's so many who've come through that went and got whatever they needed to do it, but never planned to do it, and then they weren't going to do it, and then they did it. People get stuck in a moment inside their head, and then the heart and the gut hold on to it like we've talked about. And so out of body, all that help is there to understand and expand and not be stuck in that place. So that's a painful place. And Again, the impetus, and I know I'm repeating it over and over, it's to help us. Even if someone did something very, very spiteful or nasty, usually the person is not in their right mind and it is not purposeful in the way that we regard it. We can't understand sometimes how the brain works. If somebody's brain is misfiring and they're trying to use said brain to get on track, it's not going to work. I'll never forget many years ago, the first time I channeled was a 14-year-old kid, this boy who, who took, him, he, he took himself out of body. And he explained to his mom, if I went from a heart attack, nobody would be mad at me. Nobody would think 
that I was bad and nobody would think that you fail. You see, she thought she fail. This child, a child. And he said, I had a heart, a head attack, mom, the same way somebody would have a heart attack. If somebody has a physical misfiring, if something is wrong in there, you could have been doing everything you could, or maybe you didn't know what to do. Sometimes not knowing what to do, we, we get ourselves all confused, and, and hindsight is everything, isn't it? If we can get out of, out of our heads enough to feel in our heart and gut, we might be better directed, but it is very difficult when we're with someone or and, and love someone whose mind is not reacting normally, and usually in that situation, they will resist help at all costs because the brain is trying to tell itself that it's okay when it's not. Don't forget, it's, it's the injured party that's trying to make sense out of what's going on in their mind. Once somebody transitions out of body, they do not take their physical brain with them. And it's cause for some amusement out there when people will channel in and say, you know, it, it's, I often think of the, um, the legend of Sleepy Hollow with the guy and he has his head, is a pumpkin under his arm and he's on the horse. It's not like that. We don't bring our head there. The head, again, is what, what deciphers. It's, it's the computer and, it, and it, it, hopefully it has a good, a good system, the Dewey Decimal System. Maybe we've upgraded to digital there's all kinds of systems for the brain to, to figure out and retrieve what it needs, but it holds on to things and breaks our heart, and our gut needs to know. Like we've said before, our loved one isn't stuck in that. Yes, they want to process it. Here's what they want to say as well. You know, I, I talked about imagery coming through in terms of channeling, in terms of the cartoon. This is coming in several times already. I'll get the literal feeling of letdown like mother's milk. And it doesn't mean that somebody has to have known this or, or done that. I think it's just a signal that literally they are trying to give us whatever will nurture us, whatever will heal us. And it's so important that we take the time to listen. When we are trying to figure out what went on for our loved ones, and hoping that they can have clarity and that they can have healing and get past whatever it is that they were angry about or upset about, whether it had anything to do with the transition or just happened to be around the time of that or whatever circumstances are going on. We know without a doubt that they are very actively unraveling and working on this. And again, if they are actively trying not to, they are still given help and they're in light. And very, very rarely is it somebody who's, you know, we're not talking about somebody who is that far out there who are taking other people's lives or suicide bombers or that kind of thing. That's a different conversation. But for the most part, most souls are here to learn and grow. And maybe things were way late across the way, or maybe it was a bad moment. Or like we said, very, very often, it's the wiring. Something isn't okay in the brain. And it could be something hereditary, but very often these days not. There's a whole lot of heavy metal toxicity out there. There's lead poisoning. There's all kinds of things that from our environment that can sway things. And so when we think about our loved ones out there being in that anger place or frustration place before the transition, it's heartbreaking for us, but it's also heartbreaking thinking of them 
And if we know that they're getting the help they need, if we know that they're lined up there wanting to help, again, angels, guides, whatever the words are, it's just like they say, as above, so below. It's, it's constant therapy out there if you'll have it. And to be honest, the vibe is so high from what I hear. Everyone just wants to do well. Everyone wants to fix whatever it is that they might not be too happy about that they see in their life review. So the intention is good. Intention comes down to, well, intention is everything. And sometimes we, we lose it and sometimes things happen and we're not making light of that. But again, we're talking about not being stuck in that moment. So if we know beyond a doubt that our loved ones out there are actively working to expand and gone, go beyond that, let us know. Imagine their frustration if they love us and they left us with such, oh, something not so kind. Imagine they're wanting to get through to us. So here's where we can help. We're always looking for them to help us. And it's, it's a lovely thing because they can, their presence, their love, it does help us. But we can help them, and we can help them whether you think you know how to channel or not. You can help them however you look at it. You can help them even if you don't know 100%. This is channeled. They're telling you this, even if you don't know how and even if you're not feeling it 100%. Because how can you let go of some things that are so hurtful and so hard, and then the person is not in front of you? to resolve it with. Maybe the person who would help you through it is the one who's out of body now. So what you can do is allow yourself to feel the light. Notice what's right above your head. We are always, always connected. Always. We do the, the protection and intention mantras to remind us, but it's always in place, really, if, as long as that's your intention. So to say it out loud, do we need to? That's a nice reminder, but it's already in place. We clothe ourselves in a robe of white composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and healed. So we're establishing our intention of very high vibration. Let's move forward with our intention. What gift would you love to give to the person who has gone out of body? What would you like to do for them? Maybe you want to yell at them. Maybe you do every day. I hear that from them out there too. Yes, keep yelling at me. I know I deserve it, but at least you know I'm here. When I hear you yelling at me, at least I know that you know that I'm here. Maybe that's the case. Maybe not. Maybe they're just letting off steam. But the thing is that our loved ones are aware of what we're going through. They're not inappropriate. They're not peeping toms, but they love us and they want us to be okay. So how can we best help? We can have a collaboration. You've already established the high frequency and that everything that comes into this frequency is about healing. So you can feel confident inviting anyone in that you would like, even somebody who you might have been told is off limits because of how they went out. Souls are available to us. It's all about love. It's all about healing. So how can we best reach out and give to them? If we've loved this person and we, we continue to love them, they're out of body, what do we do? You know, they say that a lot of grief is where do you put that love? 
they're kind of chuckling out there and they're saying, you know, you can put that love out there and we can receive it. You'll still be grieving because you're taking responsibility for what you're missing on the physical plane. I hear time and time again, people out of body saying, you know, the one thing you're missing is seeing our reaction to it. When things are happening and, and things are to be celebrated, they are there and they see them and they're actively participating in, in the out-of-body form. They are with us and they channel it in that they've seen it and they're showing up in pictures these days as orbs. The thing is that we on the physical plane are missing the opportunity of seeing their reaction and that is grievous and it's really painful. And it is something to be sad about. However, when we know that they are with us actively sharing with us, walking hand in hand with us, sharing the good things in life with us, wanting that for us, networking so that we can have more of it, then we can actually truly look at what happened in the past, however hard, and make a decision of what we want to do with it. We don't need to live there. We need to grieve. I'm, I'm told several people out here are telling me to say, you need to cry. Very often I'll feel tension above the nose and between the eyebrows, and it just feels like heavy sinus. And if that I'll usually pick up as unshed tears. It doesn't mean you shouldn't cry and carry on. The physical body needs to let go of that as much as possible to maintain a higher vibration. And that higher vibration is the key to the communication. So when we're not feeling that communication because we're feeling like they shut us down or we're shut down or emotionally it's too hard, we can decide on, yes, we have the power to decide on collaboration. Always. And, you know, sometimes we might have, you know, somebody might want advice and we might give them advice and they don't listen at all. You know, somebody in body, their friend or something. And you know what? We know that it's in their back pocket. If it's something that they can use, they'll take it out later. If it, if, it, if it vibrates, if it makes sense, it's there. Why not do it for them out of body? I really can tell you from what I have heard and learned, and, and maybe you have too, just from feeling and knowing. They are aligned with us. They are wanting healing. And there is, they're literally, literally walking with us in a parallel of healing. They are walking with us. So what can we do when we feel like we don't know what to do? Choose collaboration. So we did our protection. Allow yourself to go back to the memory that needs to be grieved. Maybe it's by a hospital bed. Maybe somebody was angry. Maybe something happened when... You know, you were trying to get in touch with someone. Each, each circumstance I'm bringing up is somebody right behind me who's saying, please mention this to my loved one. So if it's you, or if it resonates with you, they're standing with you. They're standing next to you. Maybe beg them not to go before they passed from illness, and you realize you could have, you know, maybe you feel like that was for you and not for them. They understand it's because you love them. It seems that they're relaying that the tableau that we remember the most, the most dynamic memories, of course, are the most troubling, the most hurtful, the hardest. 
And they, they also want to comment when you go on vacation or you go somewhere new, sometimes you're heightened and you feel that awareness, like you're downloading everything and you're going to remember everything you see and you're taking pictures with your heart and your mind. That's available to you. It always, all of it is always available to you. So when we think about the parts we're shutting down, take a deep breath and allow it to come to the surface. And just breathe softly and know that your loved one is with you, wanting to help, and maybe they don't know exactly what to do either. Maybe you don't know what to do. Maybe they don't know what to do. Maybe that's part of the circumstance that brought you right here, right now. And as they say, you're, you're in your shoes, you're in your chair, you're here and you're present. Feel what's going on right above you. Feel the intention. Some people will just get a wave. Some people will start to hear words. Some people might not hear anything because their, their mind is going on, and that's all right. If your mind is going on and on and you're filling with words, then direct those words to the loved one. You could do it out loud. You could do it in your mind. Everything that is directed to them, they get. Now, they say this very often out there. If you're praying to a higher, like a divine consciousness or an avatar, or you are praying very specifically with somebody or archangels, however you want to do it, our loved ones out there will feel the prayer as warmth that comes past them, and they see that the prayer and the love is being sent. They will not get content because it is not directed to them. It's very appropriate out there. The boundaries are pretty tight, and yet the love is prevalent and permeates all. So when you direct it to a loved one out there, they get every word. Otherwise, they do not. And again, it doesn't have to be out loud. Most of the communication is telepathic. I've, I've heard out-of-body people I could probably hear on one hand. It's happened four or five times. Most of the time, I hear it inside my head. So you might do the same thing. Maybe you have so much in you to say that you can't really hear or you're worried about how to hear well. And if you're in a place of grieving, sometimes it's not so easy because literally the grief lowers our vibration. And as we know, embracing all the beauty and all the love on the physical plane will raise the vibration. But what do you do when you're just not in that place? Don't worry about downloading. Don't worry about getting it right. What's your offering? Your loved one is with you right now in front of you. Maybe it's their fault. Maybe it's no one's fault. Maybe it isn't about fault. Maybe you feel at fault. They just said, let the faulty thinking go. And it isn't faulty when you're trying to sort it out. But for now, let the faulty thinking go. Feel your feet on the floor or feel the soles of your feet if you're lying down and feel that you're grounded and you're safe and you're here. You're on the earth plane. You have words you can use. You can think them in your head. You can say them out loud. Let your heart know that you can take responsibility for the truth, that your loved one will hear you. What do you want to say? Maybe you want to absolve. Maybe you want to offer love. Maybe you want to shake a finger in their face and really let them have it. 
And if that will help you, they want you to know that that will help them because it's part of the process and maybe it's valid and maybe it's not. Now, I'm getting a shot of energy that goes straight out of my right foot. That's my cue for off on the right foot. So it feels like for many people listening, that might be a way to get off on the right foot because they're smiling out there. Maybe if you empty all that out, maybe if you let us have it or cry and grieve or whatever it is, have that sit down with us. You can let it go enough to know that underneath it, you love them enough to be in this much pain. You love them enough that it matters. You love them enough to be listening now. I'm literally having tears come through now because when I channel, if they cry, I cry. So for me, over the course of many years, from being able to see them, my grandfather, I saw him whole body, and I just thought that's what people did, and that's how they continue. Um, over the years, since I've been doing this, wanting to help, it's funny, I think I've, I've discussed this before. I always, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a, te- a, a, you know, a teacher for the deaf and, and a translator for the deaf. And, and you know what? Here's the thing. I don't think any of us are deaf to this stuff, but sometimes it's been trained out of us or we don't have the confidence we need. And let's face it, for most of us, until we really need it, we're busy with the physical plane and isn't that the way we need to be? That's just fine. But when we feel we need it, we might have a whole bombardment of why we think we're not getting, we're not able to download the way we think we're supposed to or how other people download for, for me, I've relied on physical vision less and less as the years go by, and audio. It's all telepathic now. A lot of it is, is they're just, it's, it's body information, physical cues that I can translate. What you need to know is it comes in every which way, and they're laughing out there, and they're saying, but for you today, there's only one word, and that's relief. Whether you're letting go of what you've been holding on to inside you, and believe me, you will, there's, when I say me, it's channeled, these are guides, you'll remember. But maybe you'll be, be able to remember and smile. Maybe this person you were with, there were outbursts before, maybe there were scary things before, and you can look back and go, oh yeah, you know. Then when something happens and someone goes out of body, it's, it's a quick, like we say, the slamming of the book. Open that book. They are conscious, they are viable, they are with you. It's not the end of the story. So if you are not feeling confident in hearing their story, tell them yours, because your story is also theirs, especially here now with what we're talking about and whatever's going on for you right now in your heart. Take a deep breath and feel the love surrounding you by those who have gone before this loved one who we're talking about now. Think of your own guides who are always there for you. I'm finding that I have my hand up on my heart as I'm channeling this. You might want to do the same. We're going to drop from the mind into the heart and we're going to share. And something might come up from your gut. Right now it feels like for a lot of you the stomach is having a contraction. Of course, there's pain in there. So what we're doing is allowing a consolidation. They're showing literally the pain of the mind dropping down into the heart to be relieved as you let it out of your mouth 
or into your words if you do it telepathically. It's also allowing what's in your gut, that punch in the stomach that you feel you'll never, ever be able to breathe from again. Take a deep breath. Let your belly just open up like a little Buddha belly. Don't hold it. And allow, don't even push it, but allow because your loved ones are helping you. Allow that pain to move up so that your heart can heal it. Oh, but then your head says, yeah, but, but, but. Take a deep breath. Just go to the heart. Put your hand on your heart if that helps. And then feel the responsibility of what you came here for. Maybe you're feeling the energy coming out of your feet to move forward. Do it when you feel ready. And if you don't feel ready, just think of sending an arrow of love out there. If you're so mad, you're even, you're weaponizing, let it be an arrow that's love. We all have that image in this culture with Valentine's Day. Let it be an arrow of love. And, you know, if you're wishing and hoping that your loved one out there, why didn't they get it, or his head wouldn't do, or her, all of those things are very different now for them. Their experience is different. And I'm told to tell you that they're taking responsibility for that. So you're telling them the truth of your pain and your angst. Do you know what they're saying out there? They want you to do it. They're equipped now. They can handle it. They can hear you. They'd rather have it be outside of you than in you. Because when it's in you, when it's in your gut, and when it's eating you alive, they feel that. And the biggest pain for them is wanting to come through and help us. And like us, not knowing how, again, we're grieving, so energetically it might not be so easy. They are wanting to collaborate with us. So if you are not feeling responsible enough or clear enough or whatever words you want to put in to collaborate in that divine healing conversation, then let your part be heard and let go. Because the next time, it will be more of a collaboration each time. As you make space to be in the here and now and not be in the moment where it happened. Is that easy? No, because the brain likes to hold on to it. And again, we've said this before, sometimes it's easier to transition and, and, and transfer. Transfer. If somebody, sorry, they talk fast out there. If you're upset about a transition and you're transferring a lot of your angst onto what happened around it and before that, the brain can be trying to help you. The brain can be doing, we go into shock when we have things. I have, others have. We go into shock until the brain can, it, it, maybe it will never wrap itself around and maybe it never should. There are all kinds of states that we can be in. Take a deep breath right here, right now. You are held, you are loved, and you can let go of, and even if it sounds angry, and maybe you've been yelling for weeks now or a day, it's okay to let that out. Again, better out of you than in you. Because once things are out there, they can be observed, and they can be seen for what they are. We're humans, and we have brains that are viable and wonderful, but just like our heart, they misfire and we get angry and we transfer things. 
we all do it at times. And then if there's a transition around this time, something in us freezes in our heart, in our gut. And you know what we don't want? We don't want that to happen for them, and they don't want that to happen for us. So even if you don't know how the collaboration is happening, it's about intention. So let's all decide together that we want to heal. And even if you're still angry and you want to give them a, a, that's a fine, how do you do whatever it is they did? You know, things like this aren't coming from a happy place. Usually there's a lot of healing to be done. Let's honor our own healing as we honor theirs and decide that we are going to be active participants as we walk hand in hand in this parallel path of healing. Yes, they are doing it with us, but we need to decide to do it for ourselves, even if we're not ready to walk down that road with them, even if we need to, you know, cough up the furball of our angst, so to speak, because that can take a while if you've ever seen a cat and it ain't pretty. And why are they using this analogy? Because they want to bring lightness to it. Am I joking about it? No. But if you smile to half a smile, maybe it opened you up enough to have the first tear, because I can feel that that's what's happening for some people. They're out there directing me on what to say to help the people who are listening to this, not in real time as we're downloading it, but they're downloading their messages in real time for their loved ones so that they can be by you in real time. And you know what? It isn't just this podcast, it's everywhere we go. They're looking, they're finding, they're looking for ways. I find myself in situations where I'll end up channeling spontaneous. I was in for a heart test last week, and it was lovely. I, you know, we, uh, one of the people there, I, we ended up having a really beautiful conversation. And I realized after, and one of their loved ones said, you know, we're scouting. We're, we're waiting to see. If it wasn't me, maybe there was somebody else who channels or who could come in and be a reflection. They're watching and they're looking. And it's really funny when you start figuring out some of the networking. I'll have, you know, chance encounters and I'll see somebody over their head going, oh, yeah, I planned this for three days. You put off going to the store and, and, and I kind of pushed you to come here when, when this will be the checkout person and you can see me and tell them. That happens. It happens with all of us. You're not going to miss anything. You're not going to, it's right here, right now. You're hearing it in a podcast, but it's coming into you so many different ways because they love us and we love them. And that's the bottom line of what we've come here to do, to love unabashedly and fully in a world where we feel that there are limitations and what if we do this and what if we don't do that? And also in a world where we can intensely hurt each other. It happens. It happens. Obviously, it does. So it's all about the healing. Offer your pain as part of the healing. Offer it as you let it out. And maybe you want to let them have it. And maybe you don't. But clear that space. Because that space is a collaborative space with them for them to pour in and us to pour back to them the healing, the interactive connection. Remember Carrie Michaela's mom who, who said something that I just, it really, it hit it right on the head. She talked about awareness of the connection is the connection. 
We don't need to sit here and say all the things we're not getting right about communicating and all of that. You're aware of the connection. If you're listening, you're aware. And you know what? It's so interesting as you just focus on that connection. Usually, very, very often, the words I channel are a distraction for the mind to hold on to and sort out so that the channeling can happen for you and they get in there heart and gut. I'll often channel for people, well, not so much in person with COVID, but when I would have someone in front of me, I would watch their auric field and I would watch the out-of-body person. And as they're talking and as they're letting go of old pain and old grievances, the person in body, their auric field expands and merges with the loved one out-of-body. Yes, it does, literally. I can see it with physical eyes. Imagine out of body what they see, the light show, the love. Love has to be the greatest color of all, huh? So I just got the wave and I hope you're getting it too. There's no right way or wrong way. We come here to learn and expand. The intention is love, even when we're hurt. Allow yourself whatever process you need to feel like you're letting it go and you're allowing your own expansion because that is what will help our loved ones out there. Don't forget, they're agreeing to their expansion so that they can help us. They want to untie those patterns. They want to untie any of that negativity that they feel they might have left behind or angst that was unresolved. It is never too late, no matter what the mind tells you. So take a deep breath and feel that relief and know that it's always coming because you have made a decision to collaborate with your loved ones and it's happening right now. And it's happening when you go to sleep and when you wake up in the morning, when you remember hard things that are harsh. Yes, they're real. They're things you went through. You'll remember those things. And then take a deep breath. And think of where they are now, usually right next to you. If you're thinking about them, it usually starts with a hug from them. And we all can do this healing together. It's a collaboration. It's a plan. It's what we intend to do. And we're doing it right now. Remember, those who have passed are present. And they still need your love and want your love, just like you do theirs. Even if we're angry even if we're hurt, because aren't those the circumstances that really tell us that the love is there? So let's let ourselves relax. Let's let ourselves not be perfect. Let's let ourselves forgive whatever we might have done along with those who are out of body. Let's be on the same page in that open book with that healing. It's available always. <laughs> They may have passed. They are present, very, very much so. And it matters, and they care. And so do we. So let's relax into it and let it go, along with them, as we collaborate and work together. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at MarilynCap.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present.
Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.